I'm Daniel Levine, and this is the Bio Report. Cytomed, a spin-out of ASTAR, Singapore's Agency for Science, Technology, and Research, is developing novel cell-based immunotherapies that go beyond the limitations of existing CAR-T therapies. The company is focused on the development of off-the-shelf therapies derived from the delta-gamma T-cells from healthy donors. We spoke to Tan Wikiat, Chief Operating Officer of Cytomed, about the company's platform technology for off-the-shelf CAR-T therapies, the advantages they provide over existing autologous CAR-T therapies, and why he believes they'll be successful at treating solid tumors. WeCat, thanks for joining us. Thank you very much for having us today. We're going to talk about Cytomed, its allergenic cell therapies to treat cancer, and it's focused on gamma-delta T cells and gamma-delta NK cells. Let's start with existing cell therapies today. Wecat, how have these therapies changed cancer care? Conventionally, we have chemotherapy, surgery, and radiotherapy. But in about you know 2010, uh, 2015 onwards, we start to see something called cell therapy coming out. And, you know, there is trials being ran. And in 2017, we actually got the first CAR T cell approved. So basically, cell therapy is about using cells, as what it suggests, uh, particularly immune cells, to treat cancer. So in short, they obtain the immune cells be, uh, from the patient. They train the immune cells outside of the body then reinfused these cells back into the patient to fight the cancer. So when the therapy has been, when the trial results came out, <clears throat> it was actually, uh, they show very good response in the patients when previously, you know, they were not responding to conventional treatment. So as it develops now, these therapies are some of these therapies are now challenging the gold standard and that thereby providing new treatment modalities to cancer patients. What have been the limitations of these therapies? So you are right because it's not without limitation or challenges. So, like I said, they obtain the cells or the immune cells from the patient. And one key challenge is that you can only use uh, cells from the patient and generate a therapy or a product for that individual patient only, meaning that this is personalized. You are not able to take the immune cells from patient A, generate the therapy and use it in patient B. So this personalized approach means that the cost of the therapy 
is going to be very expensive. It is also challenging to manufacture because it is logistically challenging. You have to obtain the starting material from each individual patient. And it has a long waiting time in between because you cannot pre-make the cells or the product. You can only start the manufacturing only when the patient comes in. So these are some of the challenges that we see for, you know, CAR-T therapies right now. Uh, and the other thing is that right now, CAR-T therapy is only, uh, can only target a narrow subset of leukemias. And we are not really seeing, you know, good candidates f uh, that can target solid tumors. What is Satamed doing to overcome challenges like this? Now I mentioned that <clears throat> current CAR-T technology is very personalized. And the reason for that is because of the cell type that they use. In our body, uh, there is a type of immune cell called T cells that are actually the fighter cells, basically, that can engage and kill the cancer. Now, within the T cell subset, there are two different kinds of T cell. The alpha beta T cell that constitute roughly about 95% of the T cell lymphocytes and gamma delta T cell that is only about 5% of the T lymphocyte population. Alpha beta T cell, because it is abundant, you know, people use it so that you can get adequate amounts for clinical usage. But the challenge with alpha beta T cells is that you can only use it in a personalized or what we call an autologous setting. Now, the difference is that gamma delta T cells can be used uh, can be taken from an individual and could be used in another individual without the need for matching. The challenge lies in expanding these T cells outside of the body to clinically relevant numbers. And that is the approach that Cytomat takes, whereby we use gamma delta T cells uh, as the effector cell for treatment that enable us to take cells from a healthy donor to uh, expand it and put it into sick patients <clears throat> without the need for matching. And we are able to do that because there is, uh, we have licensed patent that enable us to do expansion outside of the body effect, uh, efficiently to get clinically relevant numbers. Expand on the gamma delta T cells for us. How do they differ, your cell therapies differ from the way CAR-T therapies today would act? I think that the key thing, uh, the one key differentiating factor is that current uh, CAR-T therapies are what we call autologous or uh, personalized, meaning that you take the cells from uh, one particular individual you manufacture the cells and it can only be used in that particular individual or that patient itself. It cannot be used in other individuals. So every single therapy is personalized or custom made to the patient only. For us, our gamma delta T cells <clears throat> is taken from a healthy donor that is unrelated 
and could be used in many different patients without the need for matching. So what it means is that taking the T-cells from a healthy donor means that you potentially have some better starting uh, the material. The starting material has much better quality because the donor is not pre-treated. And because you can make the cells for many patients, the potential economical uh, cost of it would be lowered because as we reach economies of scale, we can potentially make it more affordable. So walk me through the process. How, how are these cells produced? Right. So for us, <clears throat> we actually do a simple peripheral blood withdrawal uh, that is very similar to any blood donation that you would do. We take the cells, we take the blood into a good manufacturing practice or GMP lab for short. We isolate the gamma delta T cells that are found in your blood. We expand these T cells outside of the body. And these T cells would be ready for use to be reinfused back into the patient. One of the advantages Cytomed has is not only the speed and lower cost of producing an allergenic rather than an autologous product, but a cost differential from manufacturing in Malaysia. How much of a cost benefit do you expect over cell therapies today? That's a good question. Uh, we operate in Asia, which we all know that the manufacturing cost is going to be much lower. On top of that, we have, I would like to think, an added advantage because we own and we operate our own PICS or PICS GMP laboratory that enable us to control costs very well. So in terms of magnitude, we don't have a firm answer right now because... We are not up to a commercial scale, meaning that as we scale up and we hit different scales of economy, we would really hope that it will bring down costs significantly so that you know we can transfer some of the savings to the patient. But right now, I think uh, we will be looking at, I would say, a significant cost saving as compared to therapies, uh, you know, they are made in the West, especially for autologous therapies. Cytomed also has platform technology for producing gamma-delta NKT cells derived from pluripotent stem cells. Can you explain what these are and how they work? Right. So in our first platform technology, our starting material are derived from healthy donors, right? And from the healthy donors, we expand the gamma-delta T-cells that are found in the blood. In the second platform, we start off again with healthy donor blood, but we turn these cells into induced pluripotent stem cells, or iPSC for short. So this is the first key difference. Now, iPSCs, as embryonic uh, stem cell-like cells, but obtained from an adult so that there is no ethical concern, they can expand and replicate itself limitlessly, thereby enabling us 
to be donor independent in the second platform. So that's the first key difference, donor versus donor independent. <clears throat> and the other key difference is that due in our proprietary differentiation process and without any gene editing, we are able to generate a two-in-one gamma, delta, and NK cell hybrid, a two-in-one cell. And so this two-in-one cell, it do not exist naturally in our body, but it confers added advantage. The fusion of these two cells means that there are more receptors on the surface of the cell. More receptors means that it is able to recognize a broader range of cancer cells without the need of installing the car or the chimeric antigen receptor on it. And therefore, it could be used to target a wide range of product. So to quickly summarize, two key differences is donor independent because iPSC can replicate limitlessly. And it's a two-in-one hybrid cell that can recognize a broad range of cancer. And what does it take to manufacture these? The difference really is that you would have to differentiate these cells, these immune cells from the stem cells. Uh, and the differentiation process is different from the expansion process in the first platform. The differentiation process is a process whereby you create an environment that actually promotes the differentiation of stem cells into immune cells. And through this process, they will turn into the immune cells that they are supposed to be. So this is mimicking a process that happens in our body because to paint a simple picture, when the egg meets the sperm for the first time, it forms a complete cell. But what happens is that as the cell divide, they will know to turn into you know, the brain cell, the eye cells that are found in the body. And in nine months, you will have a complete full-grown baby that is ready to, uh, for the world to receive. So within this differentiation process, there are many uh, signals that they receive. So what we do is we try and re we replicate this process, but to direct all the cells to turn it into immune cells. Sedamed's lead experimental therapy is CTM N2D. What is this and how does it work? CTM N2D actually, uh, CTM stands for cytomed. N2D is actually a short form for the chimeric antigen receptor that we are working with. The chimeric antigen receptor that we are working with is actually an NKG2D uh, targeting car, ligand targeting car. <clears throat> and basically, this, our lead candidate is a NKG2D ligand targeting car mounted on a gamma delta T cells from donor blood. So it's a CAR T, but the difference is that it's an allogenic CAR T that is derived from healthy donors. And the NKG and, and this CTM N2D is also unique in its sense that it is able to target a wide range of cancer. So I think, you know, um, previously I've mentioned that one key challenge of current CAR-T technology is that it is only able to target a 
limited range of leukemias, right? And there's no good candidate for solid tumors. And uh, our CTM N2D can recognize a broad range of cancers, including solid tumors and leukemias as well. So in our clinical, uh, our lead experimental therapy, whereby we actually have a first in human phase one approval in Singapore, our phase one, uh, we, we are approved to actually recruit up to six different kinds of cancer indication, inclusive of two, uh, two blood disorders and four types of solid tumor, which is, I would like to think, pretty rare for a phase one trial because this is considered a basket phase one trial rather than a single indication phase one trial. And how will those results inform the indications you pursue? Phase one trial is preliminary, uh, predominantly about safety, but this clinical trial would already enable us to investigate the safety profile of our product in different uh, types of cancer. We can potentially then zoom in and look into certain indications that produce better result and we can run you know a later phase trial in that to really look at efficacy that is one potential readout but the other potential readout is that it enable us to open up many different arms for many different types of indication or to investigate indications that are not in our phase one trial but because it's, pro it's generally proven to be safe, hopefully, in different types of cancer, we can expand into other indications very quickly without the need to uh, reevaluate the safety again. Meaning that in one single product, we potentially can hope to address many different types of cancer. Satomed is a public company that trades on the NASDAQ market. It raised about $10 million through an IPO in April at $4 a share. Well, it was a relatively rare biotech IPO in the current environment. Why raise what's a relatively little amount of money in a public offering rather than doing a venture financing? There, I think there's, there's a few things here. Number one is that you know, I recognize that it is a relatively rare uh, biotech IPO, especially during this period of time. But I think that as long as the company is ready to share its story, I think that would be the right time for the company to head out and to share with the world, you know, the technology and the potential of what we could do. So that is uh, one in terms of timing. Now, we raised about 10 million and 10 million may seem very modest, you know, on our NASDAQ, but actually... 10 million is uh, <clears throat> because of our cost efficiency. It enables us to actually, uh, it is a sum of money that enables us to move forward, you know, and forward our development and pipeline. Now, in terms of venture financing versus IPO, one of the things about IPO is that it gives us very good profile that enable us to, you know, really shout our story to the world and share, you know, the, the technology that, that we have. 
you know, and potentially this will also turn into uh, capabilities to help more patients. How far will existing funding take you? We are looking at, you know, at least uh, two years or 2.5 years, you know, and that means that that would able to support us through our phase one trial and even, you know, to start our phase two trial or even go a bit further than that. So the 10 million raise is, uh, while modest, I think it, it enable us to forward, you know, uh, our mission and development of our product. WeCat Tan, Chief Operating Officer of Sanamed. WeCat, thanks so much for your time today. Thank you very much for having me today, uh, Daniel. Thanks for listening. The Bio Report is a production of the Levine Media Group. To automatically download this podcast each week, subscribe to our RSS feed or through iTunes or other podcast manager. To join our mailing list, go to levinemediagroup.com. We'd love to hear from you. If you want to drop us a line or are interested in sponsoring this podcast, send email to danny at levinemediagroup.com. Special thanks to Jonah Levine, who composed our theme music, and the Jonah Levine Collective, which performs it. Thank you.